0: It's
1: Temple waffle time! Yay! Welcome to Temple waffle. With
0: the advice asker and the advice giver. Which hmm? one are you going to be today?
1: I'm going to be the asker.
0: Bad luck, I've already taken that role, right. so thanks for playing. <laughs> you lose. Alright, Steve, yes. I have this problem. Yep. Uh... I have a class. I like the class. Mm. Good students, uh, keen, smart, mm. outgoing, uh, good at seeing grammar patterns without the teacher having to be really overt. So doesn't sound much
1: like a stick problem to the To the whole me.
0: inductive, mm. they've taken a dislike to me.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> you know that class, right? Yes. You had this class, and suddenly you realized this class don't really like me. Yeah. Now, of course, it's never this class. It's Some the people. couple of students that you notice, mm. and you notice. Uh, now, I can make this worse by saying I even know what caused it.
1: What caused it? All right.
0: So, uh, I was teaching a lesson, and the students, uh, it's high school students. They're uh, 14, I guess. Yeah. 15 whatever, around that age, Uh Uh, the students had to just fill out these 10 sentences and I'm going to collect that piece of paper from them. Uh It's a common high school thing, Uh, it's also a bit of a trick, the students don't know when they are or are not being graded, Uh therefore they make sure they finish it. Uh Okay, fire drill, ring, okay, so I can't finish my lesson and I didn't collect the paper. So next week I come in and from that class I'm missing this piece of paper. So I've collected it from the the other groups. I've not collected it at all from one group. But this group started it but didn't finish it. And I said, Sorry guys, I, I need the paper. And they went, well, some of them went, We did this! And I went, Yeah, I know, but I didn't collect it. And they went, But I did it already! And I went, yeah, I'm sorry, there was a fire drill, I didn't collect the paper. And they went, but look, I've done it! One of them even had a picture on their phone of the of the completed task.
1: Wow.
0: And I went, sorry. And yeah, but
1: what what do you mean? Are you asking them to do it again, or are you uh, telling so they, them to get serial
0: files? Uh, they began it. No, but no, but what they are you began telling the task them at this, this point? That
1: they have to redo it, or that they...
0: Yeah, I, I need to collect that paper. And I, they don't have it. Uh, they don't. A lot of them don't have it. Uh, I know that some of the the really keen students actually would have completed it in the time the previous week, yeah. but some of them didn't. Okay.
1: Uh, All right. So you're just starting the exercise from scratch. But then much. why why are the kids not happy about this? Because they've already done it. Done it. it. All right. So, you, but anyway, you say, "Well, tough luck. Just do it. Do it again." Well, I didn't say tough luck. I said, "Yeah, I
0: know. I'm sorry, but I need the paper." Okay.
1: Anyway, so they do it again, and that's made them not that's like it. you. Yep. Okay.
0: That was the thing.
1: All right. And how does this not like instantiate? Are they are they passive aggressive? Are they? Yeah,
0: it's a passive aggressive thing. Okay. So it's a lack of keenness. I would say.
1: All right, so uh, um, the, the concern now is you've, you've lost your connection with this class.
0: Uh, it's a, it's a, an atmosphere thing, it's okay. a, or rapport thing, I guess, yeah. where the students will still do the, the work that I ask them to do. They'll still complete the tasks that I ask them to do. Yeah. But there's no interest in it. They're very much going through the motions.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that I would say is relevant here. First of all, children at that age... 14, 15 years old go through moody periods and, and hate and love yeah. people in equal measure um, on some sort of pendulum. One day this much and this... And so I, I wouldn't take it too seriously in the long term. Um, probably for a couple of weeks they're going to... They, they be moody. Right, they're going to yeah. be moody. The second thing is that teachers, in my experience, teachers teachers who are trying very hard to do a good job are by nature insecure. Yeah, I, um,
0: I would agree.
1: And uh, the the constant idea that oh, I'm not good enough, or I'm not, I'm not doing my job well, or my students hate me, or uh, I that, could
0: do better, or I, I didn't get you. enough out of that lesson. Yeah, if you're
1: not feeling that way, then con- I'd say you're an arrogant prick. What am I allowed to say that? Uh, I, um, I
0: don't think you are, but I'd agree. <laughs>
1: anyway, the, so the the at some point or another, you you get these feelings of inadequacy and confusion and despair and suicidal ideation and we,
0: we, <laughs> <laughs> well always <well>, me <laughs> yes.
1: when in actual fact you're doing fine but but that I think that that stems from the constant need for reflection and what have I done wrong and what could go better and so um, I've had a class that I thought really hated me and and they didn't they hated each other I, I just picked up yeah. that feeling and thought it was about me you know um, so I, Perhaps the concern that this class is going through a bad patch is probably not a bad thing. Um, and you could probably clean it up again two or three weeks later when you meet them again and have a really fun class. Um, and at, at that point, having hated you, they might now go, oh, he's not so bad anyway. And they might actually feel better about you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the, the fact is I know what the answer is. The answer is persist. Because that's the answer. I, I, I genuinely am doing the best that I can. Um, even now, I mean, I'm not going to see that class again for a week. And I've already found myself 19 different times in the last two days going, oh, maybe I should try this activity. Maybe that'll be really fun for... Hey wait, maybe I do a rewarding class. What are some really educational games that looks like I'm giving in to their desire to, to not be worked so hard? And I'll say, let's play games instead of... And I mean, the, the fact is that uh, in a strange roundabout way, having a class go, ugh, oh, when it's not... Uh, it's not that I outright did something wrong. I can see where it went wrong, but it just went wrong. Yeah. It just happened. But it it's making me very attentive to that class. To them.
1: The thing is that our relationship with our classes is a little bit like our relationships with our family, with our kids at home or our wives. Also. There's there's a constant ebb and flow of feelings and, and concerns and worries, and sometimes you just couldn't give a damn and you just plow your way through a class... Um, yeah, and sometimes you're so sensitive. I, I've had classes where I've been so concerned about how they feel, understandably, because language teaching is a very f- touchy-feely kind of thing. Um, uh,
0: well, it, it, particularly in terms of uh, if you're going to be a communicative language teacher, a lot of it is about getting the students to enjoy, interact well, and, and enjoy,
1: enjoy the lesson. And,
0: and uh, okay, yeah, to some degree, whether that enjoyment comes from it being. Fun or challenging or engaging or busy or whatever. Yeah. Yes, you do need that high level of involvement if you because it, that just leads to increased language use, and
1: well, and and it makes them want to come to the next lesson, which is yes. Um, and it it potentially overflows into uh, I like this class, therefore I like English. Um, which yeah. which is a valuable feeling to engender in our students.
0: Yes, well, what we're trying to anyway. Even though in a lot of cases what it ends up as is, uh, I like Teacher Frank, Teacher Frank's nice. And do you like English? Yes. Do you like Teacher Bob? No, I don't like Teacher Bob. Do you like English? No. Mm. Uh, So, that extrapolation, I wish it was a, a universal thing. They like Frank, therefore they like English. But it's actually, they like English with Frank. Or they like Frank's
1: English. I've had experiences in my life where I've had a teacher who's changed my perception of a subject. Um, One particular teacher who really just opens my eyes to how wonderful this particular subject is. And I've met students in my life who've gone, thanks so much for being such a great teacher. I went on and did, uh, you know. And at the time that I was teaching them, I had no idea that that was happening. You know, you don't have any control over
0: that. Yeah, often you, you notice that a, a student is particularly good. Uh, often you notice that in terms of enthusiasm or inquisitiveness or desire to get the work done or try really hard, whatever, you often notice that a student is particularly weak, be that in the, I'm struggling with, you know, this this, these lessons are difficult for me compared to everybody else, or... I'm really not motivated, or, but everyone else is a student. Yeah, they are of students. And but but
1: the the major impact you're having on students, the, these these life changing things, the impact that you're having on students are not with the strong students, they're with the weak or the the, oh, the middle students, of the road. The yeah. middle of the road. Somebody in the class who you're actually not noticing, or is actually in the way, and somehow or another you're affecting how they perceive. Um, yeah. So I mean, those are the students which are actually. The most interesting, in
0: yeah, I mean this whole issue of I have a problem with this class is actually a common teacher problem. Sure, and, and yeah. it's and it's always that you know a teacher who says all the classes are terrible, okay, well that's just a bad teacher. Um, a well, teacher though who comes to the staff room and says, I'm struggling with that group. Uh, what are they like with you? Uh, now that teacher could possibly on the wrong track those guys are impossible Uh, but the teacher comes and says I'm struggling with them do you is it me or is it them kind of thing that is a teacher who's looking for solutions
1: yeah and um, the thing is that what they're doing is they're comparing group A with group B and if they're having a lot of fun with group B then group A is not a good class I've used not good in air brackets here Um, not good by comparison to group B but they might still be great by comparison to C. Bob, Bob's experience with Group C, who he liked. You know what I or, mean? Or, for that matter, they might be great.
0: Group B is not as good as Group A. Okay, well, check out Group A when they're with that teacher. Oh wait, oh, yeah. Group A is not very good. Yeah. So yes, it's it's very relative. Um,
1: I've often I've often experienced the thing where I've started a year and I've really liked Group A and I'm not so keen, keen on, on Group C. And then by the end of the year, Group A, I've just had enough of them. I can't wait to see the end of the back of them. And Group kind of C is like my motions. favorite year, yeah. Um, and oh, so very much so. so. Somewhere during the year, my, my relationships with the class switch over.
0: I, I must admit, the, the, the experiences I've had as a teacher that have been quite powerful in terms of feeling like I'm really having an effect are definitely those groups or those students that in the beginning... You could see they were struggling, or right. they, um, or perhaps they just weren't into it, or whatever. And then there's a
1: click. Yeah. Now, now this this conversation taps into the concept of plausibility, teacher plausibility. Have you do you know about yeah. this? So plausibility is the the sense that a teacher has that they're making a difference.
0: Yeah. The, um, your sense of self worth in the classroom.
1: Right now, as an English, just going back to your issue of your self. Yeah, so, perception. N- well, no, your your fear that you're not doing well enough with, with, with the group, that particular group. That that's so common with teaching because, and particularly, I think with language teaching because it's so fluffy. I, am I actually doing any? Yeah, am any I making a difference? Am I making a difference? Are my students learning any language? Um, I'm useless. My my job is a waste of time. You know that whole thing. Yeah. Um That that. We don't get a lot of feedback from our job as teachers. means that our sense of plausibility is actually quite low. Yes. Um, unless we've got a very small class and we know our students very well. But if you've got 50 and, we, and we
0: stay with them for long enough that we can see them. Because it's hard to see in an hour what we've done. Sometimes we have to go,
1: oh, yeah, well, I suppose six months ago. Yeah, but you, you can't assess it. You know, in, in personal training in the gym, you can see that... Let's just say you're a personal trainer. You've got a client who, who wears a size... Twelve dress and suddenly and she's can only wearing size eight dresses. Yeah, and there's a real, there's a, you can actually gauge a visible,
0: the, tangible, the development. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, with language teaching, you can't. There's, there's no way. You can record them and compare the recording, or I don't know. And but you
0: can look at exam scores and go, "Well, everyone." Well, passed. even that.
1: But then the the thing is that it, are the exams equal, or comparable, or have I just comparable? Have you become American? Comparable,
0: comparable. Never mind, Troy's a bit obsessed about pronunciation.
1: I'll, I'll just sit here confused. Did I say that wrong? Oh, okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> Never
0: mind, it's just hyperbole.
1: <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, oh, yes, uh, plausibility. Yeah. So creating a sense of plausibility for yourself and identifying for yourself where you're doing a good job is, is important. Um, otherwise, you feel like your job is just a waste of time. And this kind of student, this kind of class where they've lost their feeling for the yeah. lesson or they've become antagonistic towards you or the yeah. lesson is the group has splintered and they hate each other and those are the things that undermine our, our sense of plausibility as a teacher.
0: Yeah. Now, um, the, the, a big part of why I'm bringing this up, I mean, I'd love to know, if, you know, Steve, you must have some fantastic insight into this. But the horrible fact is I actually know what the answer is. You persist. You, you have to... Well, keep it up, try hard, you know, pay attention, do whatever you can, experiment, try things out. I mean, these are the answers.
1: Well, and reflect.
0: But the thing is, though, that every teacher, well, every every teacher who actually cares has gone through this a hundred times and will go through it, keep going through it. And in the moment, when you're in the middle of it, it feels terrible. I mean, you just become obsessed with it. But, I mean, having said that, I felt terrible about uh, one particular student that I had early this year, where I saw the moment where I lost him, and uh, in a weird way, I could justify it to myself, because I went, well, everyone else is fine, it's only him, You know. <laughs> but I felt terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah i the thing about the classroom is there's so much going on and there's so many emotions and feelings and there's so many egos and personalities and so much emotional baggage it's so difficult not to upset somebody um, or somewhere yeah. um in at the end of almost every class I can pick out a point where I know I've upset a student not deliberately I've said something or I've used a word or an example yeah or or i've I've my mouth ran away and I with me and I used I, I just said something and it came out incorrectly and it's yep. you know um, it it just happens and then I obsess about it and I, I go, oh my god, the person. Mm. And then three days later, I see that person and I say, sorry about that thing in the class. And they go, what? What? What are you talking about? And I've made it a big thing in my head yeah. because I, I thought it was a big thing. And then there's other times where I didn't even know i have done something wrong. And t- students come to me and said, teacher, you really upset me. And I've gone, what? Where? You know, yeah. um, it's impossible to know how we're affecting the students and what's going on, and keeping keeping a balance of what we're doing and saying and how it's affecting the students and whether or not they actually care. Because sometimes maybe they don't. Um.
0: Yeah, this, I mean, this thing... Look, the guy who I annoyed early in the year... I obsessed about Uh, No, this was a different group. This was an adult learner, uh, quite a well-educated adult learner. Actually, uh, the exact scenario was, uh, it was a writing lesson, I was... uh, Doing some, I was teaching them to do self-correction and peer correction. So I, I was going through their essays and indicating where their errors were. But we had a system in place. You write it first, then you bring it to me, and I'll tell you where your mistakes are. Then you take that away and see if you can identify what they are, and then you bring it back to me. If you have, I'll I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Can we you you make a
1: podcast about? As a, a marking and assessment system <laughs>
0: yeah possibly <laughs> but the, the student said to me you know, I had uh, nine students crowded around me waiting for their turn and the student said to me but what's this one what, Well, what's the right answer here and I went no 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 you have to check it first and I went and he said so I can't ask you and I said yes you can but you should check it first Fine, if I can't ask you, I'll ask somebody else. Fine. It was was quite a visible vocal in front of everybody. This is an adult learner.
1: Oh, he frustrated.
0: Yeah. And uh, it was in front of everybody. And in that moment, I just went, uh. And then I had to, in the moment, deliberately go, you've got nine other people here. You can't stop for the one when you've got nine others. So I just got back on with the job. And... I mean, he was visibly annoyed with me. But four, did he four
1: weeks? Oh, oh! Did he not come back and apologize? Because no, was a... it,
0: it never came back. But I just persisted as as normal. But it was always in the back of my mind, and I did some odd things that are uh, no not odd. I did some things that teachers do, uh, which are, I suppose a bit sneaky, where you deliberately use that student in a positive example or something like that. You let that student know that you are attentive to them. And yes, he came around. It took time that he came around. But I still obsessed about it. Just like I'm obsessing about this class right now. But you're going to come around yeah, because sure. I'll persist and yeah, try so hard.
1: The, the, this, this question is about whether or how and for how long persistence needs to how how long you need to persist for? I think the answer is forever. Forever. That's the answer. You just have to Okay, let me throw in a uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. Let let me throw in a spin here. What if you really don't like the class? Because there are some times that a teacher just doesn't like a group or a particular student or uh, I mean sometimes you especially with adults, there are some people who are just not likable.
0: I've never had it where I've not liked a class. Uh, yeah, there are students I've had out uh, that are not likable. But by and large, sorry to say, but those have been adults. Uh, I, I've never had a... No, I've had one. I've had one teenager in my whole career that was like, I don't like this teenager. Mm-hmm. But... But he had some behavioural issues that actually no, that's, allowed that's, me to say yeah,
1: but, he
0: has behavioural issues but that's the problem is the people personal. that you
1: don't like you can always take a step back and go okay from a psychological perspective this person's got these issues and yeah. this, and obviously they're suffering from this insecurity and you you can always take that stance but, but that doesn't make them more likeable
0: no it doesn't but it allows me to not worry about it yeah, not worry about it so much. It's like, well, fine. But at the end of the day, I've got a class to teach.
1: All right, so let's reverse that. What happens if you're a student or a part of a class of students, you've got a teacher who's really unlikable? Uh, is it just you who doesn't like the teacher or everybody? No, this this teacher is a complete Everybody
0: unlikable. doesn't like this teacher. <laughs> I, I'm going to say something horrible.
1: <laughs> okay, you don't have
0: to. No, no, no. I, I'll say it because it's true. Bad luck. Assist. No, unfortunately, as a student, you have so little control.
1: Well, and that's the terrible, problem, is, the, is there's a the the huge power differential between teacher and student. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, you can get together as a class,
0: as a class, as a whole, and try to take your grievances to somebody, somebody with more power than your teacher has, and hopefully that will affect some change. But it's quite easy to take that too far.
1: There could be some backlash. That's the problem.
0: Yes, that's possible. But uh, it's also... The fact of the matter is how many of your teachers did you like when you were at school? Well, um, Let's put it a, on a percentage thing. No, but
1: that's a very good question. Are teachers meant to be liked? I mean, our, our job as a teacher is to go into class... And to and teach. Is to teach and to get to get results. And yeah. we, yeah. this whole thing of my class doesn't like me or these students don't like me, is it completely misdirected? Because that's not our job. Our job is to be powerful and to use that power to... Get results. To get results. And in getting results, we need to sometimes be hard or tough or unlikable or... Or but, pushy. Or pushy, yes. Yeah. Um, the sense of I want my students to like me is actually... Not a very teachery concept. The, the funny thing is,
0: I, I, I use the lessons of fun or challenging or interested, interesting or whatever. I use that as a tool for, okay, oh, hey guys, get busy. Uh, it's a trust thing. If they trust me, then they'll do what I ask them to. If they do what I ask them to, they'll get more out of the lesson. So I'm using the whole likability thing uh, as a as a trick. Yeah. And sometimes the likability thing is a wow your lessons are
1: hard we, which, we learn a lot which equates to challenging yeah. That yeah. the the, the likability thing is a problem for us as teachers english teachers because we need them to like the lesson we need yep. them to like english. Um there was some research in the 70s about new teachers concerns I can't remember who the researcher was but he he spoke about the fact that new teachers go through the stage of wanting their students to be friends or like like me and then later on teachers get over that and then go on to results pushing for results and whether they like me or not doesn't really matter as long as they're getting results and obviously liking me is part of that is part of the process of getting results you're trusting me to Trusting me as a teacher... That I'm not wasting their time. Yeah, and and that they'll do what I say willingly um, because that's part of the the process of getting results. Um, And maybe that's what it is. It's not really a matter of liking me. But if I've upset them or if I've I've made my lesson unpleasant, they're not going to buy into the lesson content as much as they would if they did... uh, if they were on board with me. If they were on board with me. Thank you for finishing my yeah.
0: sentence. Now, the, the, the odd thing is, this class that I taught, I taught, if I'm, if I'm talking about effectiveness, that class, I certainly got further with them than I did with another two groups, actually. There are two groups that I'm struggling with from a perspective of, I should be getting more out of these guys, but I'm not. The problem is that I know that this group is better and I've got more out of them in the past. So even though I'm getting more out of this group of students who are a bit miffed with me at the moment, I'm getting more out of them than I am with another two groups of students. But there's still absolutely a feeling of, come on, I, this lesson should be better.
1: Mm. I should be getting more out of these guys. Of and you know. yeah. All right, so we've waffled... We've Wafflingly, which yeah. is our job, we waffle, and we've waffled about persistence today. Yeah, I'm actually uh, a little
0: annoyed at you, Steve. You should have had some magical insight to tell me how to
1: fix it. And because we've been waffling about persistence, um, that that segues nicely into our... Um, A word from my sponsor, which today is Starbucks Coffee. Starbucks Coffee. Yeah, Starbucks Coffee is our sponsor of the day. Without them, teaching just won't happen.
0: Okay, so, uh, if you're really into overpriced coffee, which is burnt and bitter... By the way, coffee should never be bitter. Or, conversely, if uh, you actually are into coffee, so you never buy coffee from Starbucks, but you're into weird dessert concoctions, which Starbucks does quite well... Go um, have a dessert concoction if uh, sugar is your drug of choice.
1: Well, the thing is, as the teachers, persistence is facilitated by sugar and caffeine, even if it's burnt and, and burnt and bitter. Actually, Starbucks coffee is truly delicious, and I've got to say something nice about them because they are our sponsors today.
0: Okay, so to visit uh, this and all of our other sponsors, please uh, go to www. Uh, dot. Where's our website name? I can't www., <laughs> Okay. Pause for a moment. Uh, we've lost our website name. Yeah. Lost our website now? Where all
1: our sponsors are? Up. All our sponsors then are available. Including on, Starbucks. On,
0: is, is wow! The they've the got day. a new website name. Snot. Snot. <laughs> really? That's not a snot. S N O T. Like really, snot. Snot.re.al. There we go. Right, thanks guys. Tuffer Ruffle is proudly brought to you by the non stop Waffler, Troy and Steve. For any questions, comments, complaints, or queries, you can email TufferRuffle at gmail.com or visit www.tuffer.com. (laughs) Stetson. <laughs>